Hello, everyone, and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. Today, I was just thinking of how precious time is. And I know that we all know this deep, deep, deep down in our core, but we forget. We forget how precious, and it is probably the most precious thing of all. You can never get it back once you used it. It's gone even if you don't use it. It is gone so you try to use it wisely. At least we should. Some of us spend too much time watching TVs or movies. You know, if you're sitting there watching life go by, then you're not living it. You need to take your time and live your life to the best and to the fullest that you can because time waits for no one. You know, all those old wives tales about don't put off tomorrow what you can do today and tomorrow is not promised. All those things are so real. It's so real because you guys know after going through that horrific thing that I had to go through with my parents, even though it was beautiful, it was still the hardest thing that I had ever had to do in my life. And it made me think about time. Because we thought that we would have more time with my dad after my mom was gone. But come to find out, no more time. No more time. And not even a day because he went first. But as we kept going to take care of my mom, we would still do things for my dad. But we were like, oh my goodness, when mom leaves, then we'll have more time to help him. We, we might have even changed where he lived because he didn't need assistant living. So time is so important. Even though we thought we would have more time and we were really, really focused on my mom, we should have been focused on both of them, which we were, but not to the extent where we thought my dad was going to be gone. So we always was like, oh, we'll do this with him after, you know, mom is gone. Then we can do this with him or we can do that with him. No idea that he was going to go first. But that is not what this podcast is about. But of course, it's still heavy on my heart. So they're going to sneak into probably a few more podcasts. But I just want to tell you guys how precious time is and that I don't want you to spend it watching a lot of TV or doing a lot of things that don't matter in your life. I want you to use your time wisely because it is so precious. You're spending your time watching 
reality TV? Who cares? They have nothing to do with our everyday life. It is entertainment, and there's a time and place for everything. If that's what you like, then of course. But do you have to have something entertaining you 24-7? Does that TV have to be on all the time? You can't even think about your own life because you're so busy watching everybody else's. I mean, and they're not really reality. They're just trying to keep the ratings up. Housewives, really, they need to be raising their kids and, and tending to the house. Now, if you just have so much money that you have more time on your hands, then you should use it to help others volunteer, do something enjoyable for your life as well. Time is so precious. I can't say it enough because I wish I had more of it with my mom and dad. Of course, after they're gone, you're like, oh my God, I could have told them this. I should have told them that. But you always think you got more time. So that's where that saying came from. Don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. And it is so Precious time, so precious. Now, I was saying, if you are a housewife, you should be putting as much time into your kids because you are fortunate enough to be able to be home with them. So therefore, you should be pouring as much into them and enjoying them as much as possible because you have to teach them and you have such a limited time. You have to teach them all they need to learn before they become adults. Kids need a lot of guidance. You, as their parent, who is better to guide them but you? You had them and you are giving society another viable person to live and love and learn and you have to teach them so many things so many things before they become adults if you have more than one then you need some time together with all of them but each kid need just some time with you each one by themselves, even if it's just for 15 minutes for them to tell you about their day so you can know their heart and so you can know them as individuals. My mom and dad had seven kids and oh my goodness, I bet you each one of us could tell you a private story about our mom or our dad, and no one else even knows because it's our private story with our mom or with our dad. But seven kids, it's kind of hard to give them individual time. But my parents did. And even if it was just a little bit of time, we got it. 
We were a family of much love and our home was a happy home. So my time with my mom would be when she would be doing something and I would just be where she was and I could watch her and talk to her. And most of the time we would be in the kitchen. You know, seven children, you do spend a lot of time in the kitchen. I mean, you got breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then the cleanup, and then you got other things to do. I would sit in the kitchen watching her, talking to her, just being near her. As I remember, most of the conversation with my mom were in the kitchen. When I got older and my mom's father was in the hospital and her and my dad were spending a lot of time at the hospital, I decided that I would help my mom out because she had took a chicken out for dinner. And I had been spending so much time in the kitchen watching her from a small child that I had seen her cut up a chicken many, many, many times. So. I decided to surprise her and cut up the chicken. So that was something that she didn't have to do when she came home. Well, she was so happy that I had helped her out. She was happy that I was considerate and thoughtful enough to try to help her out. And she really appreciated it. I don't know though. It became my job. Like, Every time that we had chicken, she would call me in to cut it up so she could get that little bit of break. But, of course, I was a teenager and I needed to know how to do these things. Kind of like maybe I was 12, 13. I needed to know these things because one day I would have a family of my own. So that time I spent with my mom in the kitchen really, really taught me some things, even though I didn't even know I was learning. Time is so valuable. My mom did so much as a housewife. You know, I am very, very disappointed that society does not consider this as a job because being a housewife and raising kids is a lot. If they paid my mom for a small fee to stay at home and raise her children, then they wouldn't have to help people pay childcare to go to work. I mean, don't pay childcare. Let the mom stay home and raise her children. Other than that, then they're being raised by other people. And we don't have children for other people. We had them for ourselves. But because of society not allowing the mom, not paying the dad enough so that he can take care of the home, now you've pushed the mom out there to work. And then, then there's greed where we want so many things because technology costs so much. We need to figure out a better way of doing things that structures around the family, that helps the family to develop and become a strong force in the community and raise our kids, of course. It would have to be some rules because, you know, people are always going to take advantage 
of a situation. I mean, you were paying somebody and they're sitting watching soap operas, not paying any attention to the children. And then the children are still raising themselves. So can't trust everybody to do the right thing. So there would have to be some kind of uh, things in place where you get a home visit and make sure that you are trying to teach your kids to do all that they can and to be getting things accomplished that need to be accomplished. We would have to come and make sure that the kids are clean and your house is clean because that's what we're paying you for. We're paying you for training your children, to bring your children up to be viable people in the society. It is an investment. Your children are an investment. And your time into your children is an investment. My youngest was reading at three years old because he was in a homeschooling program where they used hooked on phonics. And by three years old, he was reading. So I know that it is possible. My older son, seeing that he was home with me, but at three years old, I think he went to um, a learning institution and about the time he was three. So he was doing multiplication by five. But when he was three, he could recite planets he could recite the continents and he could do a lot of things at three. So children are able to learn. I told you before that children's minds are like a sponge until they're six years old. I read that when my children were younger and that is why I tried to push as much information in at that time. And I do believe that it really, really helped because they love to learn. Both of my sons love to learn. They just grasp and read and just constantly fill their heads with information. And I believe that that's always a good thing. See, I know it can be done, even though I wasn't the one to do it because I was at work, but I found someone who could do it for my children. I was at work and I was allowed to work part-time, which was two days, one week, three days, the next. And so I tried to spend a lot of time with my children. And then when they got older, I end up working eight hour midnights because that way someone, either me or my husband, was always with the children. And we didn't have to pay for a babysitter and we didn't have to drop our kids off and let someone else raise them. My mom was working at that time, so she couldn't babysit. And you really want someone that thinks like you do to drop your kids off with. You know, you don't want their way of thinking to be too far away from yours. And so that is what I feel when they go to a daycare center. That's why you have to interview the people because you don't know who they are. And you are dropping 
one of the most important things that you have in life with these people that you are paying to take care and watch and you are trusting that they are going to do the best for your child. And then when you work, you only have a window of time that you have with your children. You have to make it count. Even if you give each kid just 15 minutes to talk about their day, it is time that matters. Some days it will be more time and some days it will be less time. But it is important that you give them some time at least try each and every day because life is going by and time is passing by. And if you don't make sure that you do it, then a day can become two days and you haven't really engaged in conversation with your child. And then You let it slide, two days become three days, and three days become a week, and then a week become a month, and you have lost that time, that valuable time that is so necessary and so needed for your child's development because you don't want to just leave it to them. They need guidance, so they need to talk about what happened in the day so that you can make your comments about how you feel and make sure that they are on the right track to being the person that they need to be. You just want to keep abreast of what is going on with each child. Sometimes you have one that requires more attention than the others. It is what it is, but Make sure in the process that you don't leave out the ones that require less because time, they still need you and they still need your time to help them through this growing process. Now, I did a podcast probably last June that talked about the last time, not last June, not this year, June, last year, June, when I talked about you never know when the last time is. The last time I read a poem and it was the last time you never know, the last time they're going to sneak in your bed or the last time they're going to help you. Just make sure that you are using your time wisely with your children because this podcast is not just about children, it's about how precious time is. And of course, children are a big part of our lives and I just wanted to talk about them. But time for ourselves. The one thing that I have been going through since I lost my parents is my own mortality. What do I want to accomplish with the time that I have left And how much time do I have? Of course, no one really knows. But the time that I do have, I want to spend it enjoying and loving and helping and doing the things that I enjoy. 
I want to work a job that I love. I want to get up in the morning and be, can't wait to get to what I need to do for the day. I want to pop up and just be so happy to be alive. I want my time that I have left to be the best time of my life because it's all I have left. I don't want to spend my time being worried about someone else that is not in my corner. I don't want to spend my time worried about what you're doing when it has nothing to do with me, nothing to do with what I'm doing, nothing to do with where I'm trying to go. I don't want to spend my time listening to nonsense. I don't want to spend my time doing anything but something that is wonderful. I know that I have to spend time resting because we have to regenerate our bodies every day, but I would be happy. And I know my oldest son used to say this all the time because this is the way he feels or he felt at the time about life. He was like, mom, why do we have to sleep? I have so much, so many things that I would like to do. I just wish that we didn't have to sleep. And I'd be like, oh my goodness, you have so much time. You need to get your rest and just spend your time in the daytime, your waking time. Spend that to the best of your ability. Don't waste your time. You'll never get it back. And don't waste it on things that do not matter. Now, of course, if you are helping someone, that is always good time spent because we need each other to survive in this world. And we need each other to love and to spend quality time with. Time is so important that we always need to plan what we would like to do, even though the plans might not turn out the way that you wanted them to. But everything, everything is in divine order. And whether it turns out like you wanted it to or not, it's still is the way that it was meant to go and that you should take the time that you have left, even if it did not work out like you wanted it to, to redirect and go in the direction that life is taking you because we don't know what is the end. We just know that we would like to enjoy every moment of time that we have. It is so very, very precious. Time that we spend with our families. Now, there are days where my husband is like, okay, we need to relax, we need to rest. Can we just like 
lay around and watch movies all day. And I lately have been having a very hard time with it because I am, oh my goodness, I just have to do so much with my time. I just can't just spend the day relaxing and resting when there's so many things to do. I had to calm myself and we need those days as well. Not too many, of course, <laughs> because Sunday is supposed to be the rest day. So if we do it on Sunday, I'm okay with it. And I make myself relax and rest because the reason that Sunday is supposed to be the rest day is because I read that we do so much for others all during the week that we're supposed to take this day and give it to ourselves to rest and to get ready for the rest of the week. Now, I know that some people, some religions may take it to extreme. Like I seen this man and I understand religion. And I seen this man and I know that he was a Jewish man, which I respect and love all people, all people. And his wife was having a baby and it was their holiday where they're not supposed to turn on lights. They're not supposed to use any electricity at all. And I understand that and I respect that and I will do anything that I can to help someone achieve their goals. So the man had his wife and she was going into labor and he wasn't even supposed to be driving a car because it's part of their religion that they don't use anything that is electrical or anything that has has any electrical powers or technology. That's what I'm trying to say, technology. So he drives his wife to the hospital because she's in labor and they've had seven children already. I think this may have been their eighth. So he drives her to the hospital and then they stop in front of the hospital and they jump out the car and they come into the hospital and go to the window where she is telling them that she is in labor and everything. Well, then security shows up and they're like, sir, you left your car in a no parking zone with the door open. Can you come and move your car? He was like, I can't. He's like, well, your wife is here where she needs to be. They're taking care of her. Can you come and move your car? I can't. He said, well, sir, you know, I understand your religion requires you not to use anything mechanical or electrical. So I will move your car for you. 
I will move your car for you. And all you have to do is sign this paper to say that I can move your car. And if anything happens, I am not liable for anything that happens. He said, I can't. I can't even sign the paper. He's like, sir, I'm trying to help you. I'm really, really trying to help you, but you're not helping me. He's like, if you don't sign the paper so I can move your car, I'm going to have to have your car towed. He was like, you have to do what you have to do. I have to do what I have to do. And so the security was practically begging him because he didn't want to have his car towed and he know his wife is having a baby and he got other kids at home. I don't know if the security guard knew he had other kids at home, but he was trying to help him. And he says, I can't, I can't. So the ultimate end of that story is, I think he got his car told. And I was thinking to myself, the time that he could have taken to sign the paper or to move the car is such valuable time that he has wasted and you've already driven the car. I think that you would have been forgiven for moving the car because common sense is common sense. And to use your religion to just be in the way of people and to be non-compliant of others, I think is taking it too far. He wasted a lot of time because he wouldn't do something so simple that he had already really had done. It just was to take it, to park the car, to close the deal. And to just be out of the way. But he would not. And he, they spent so much time trying to get that done that it was driving me crazy because of how I feel about time. Time is the most precious thing on this earth. Please don't take it for granted. Because that is something that you will never, ever, ever get back. Now, I've talked and I want to tell you guys how much I do love and care about you. And I want this world to be the best that it can be. And so, please respect time. Respect time that you have with your loved ones, the time that you have by yourself, the time that you have to do things, respect it all. It is all so very precious. The time that I had with my parents is now gone. The time went so fast. I never ever could imagine that I would be where I am today when I was a child. But 
when you are a child and every step of the way of your life. That is something that will never change. That time is precious. And so use your time wisely. Give your time to your loved ones as much as you can. Because before you know it, it is gone. Never to return. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you. And as always, I love each and every one of you. And thank you for using your time to listen to me. And you can listen to me at Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. If you use YouTube, please type in my name, Norlinda Murray, N-O-R-L-Y-N-D-A, Murray, M-U-R-R-Y. That will give you my whole channel on YouTube. You can listen to me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I said Spotify already, but just anywhere that you get your podcast, Pandora even. I will look forward to talking to you guys later. And of course, share your love and spend great time doing great things. Bye. (laughs) Talk to you next time. Have a great week until we meet again. Love you.